Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everybody. Andy Jacob here with the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a show I've been waiting for for a number of weeks today. You know, everybody talks about end-to-end technology solutions. I mean, of course, we're Dotcom Magazine. We talk about it every single day. And we also talk, obviously, about security, IP security, IP video access, intrusion, systems integration. We talk about it all. So when we think about security and we think about end-to-end technology solutions, we decided to reach out to a real leader in North America. His name is Mr. John Palumbo, and he is the CEO of Unlimited Technology. And man, he's built a great company throughout the years. He has such an amazing team working with him. We have so many questions. I mean, if I'm here spending the next 30 minutes talking about John's entrepreneurial journey and everything he's done, all the awards that he's received and all of his expertise, I'm going to be here. I'm not even going to get him on the show. So let's get going, John. Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate being here. All right, let's go. We have so many questions for you. Of course, you know, you're known amongst your peers as one of the top ranked security sales executives really in the United States, arguably the world. Before we get started, though, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet like we always do on the show. Tell us about Unlimited Technology, and then we're going to get into it. Yeah, Unlimited Technology is a started out as a systems security integrator over 20 years ago in the critical infrastructure space, and we've expanded that uh, into a 75 million business uh, annual doing uh, end-to-end security solutions. Do a lot of different low voltage type systems today, card readers, cameras, AV systems, managed services, cybersecurity, just to name a few of the services that we offer to our clients. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's a lot, that's a lot of millions. When we think <laughs> about it, when we think about, of course, you know, you're, you're leading this great team. You, we're going to get into talking about your team momentarily because they're the best of the best really on the planet. But John, when we think about it, what types of companies reach out to you? What does that conversation sound like when they've heard about unlimited technology? They reach out, one of your you know, team members starts talking to them. What's their big need and their big problem? And what do you do to solve it for them? Yeah. So, you know, we, we have a wide range of clients that come to us when it, for their needs, maybe developing a program for them, setting standards, uh, their security needs, obviously, from securing the front door right on through to securing the network, making sure that there is not an, an IP floor. There's something that, you know, the bad guys can break in and, uh, and disrupt. 
Yeah, I, I like it. It's so interesting. This is a managed service, of course, and you offer this end-to-end technology solution. There's so much going on. I mean, especially with the world politics in today's world and the, the, the world events, everybody's talking about cybersecurity. Everybody's kind of freaked out, to be quite frank with you, about what may or may not happen, John. But for a company that brings on a company like Unlimited, you know, they get the best in class sort of security. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, how do you process what's going on in the world today with regard to cybersecurity? And how does that help you as an entrepreneur make what you offer at Unlimited Technology even better? Yeah, great, great question. You know, when we, when we look at what it is that we do for our clients for simple devices like edge devices, the cameras, even the flat screen TV that's in your space that you're using for video conferencing like this, typically are dumb devices. So individuals can crack in through the network and get to those dumb devices and then in through your network. We recognize that we need to secure those type of devices. We use health-based monitoring tools like our Xero product to harden that security, make sure firmwares are up to date, make sure that there's not a weak password like one, two, three, four. So we change all that to make sure that the edge is secure. And that's really what we started with when it came to just our, our normal security practices. Yeah, it makes sense, John. Now you have clients everywhere. How, how is all of this done? Is it done virtually? Do you send out a team to their location or some combination thereof? So it's yes, we, we do a combination of, of both. You know, it started out obviously where in the earlier days you had to go out and deploy. You know, as technology advances over the years, even before the pandemic, we were utilizing products like Team and Zoom on a regular basis because my team is all over the country. We would even use simple things like FaceTime to take a look at a panel location as someone's wiring it up and making sure that everyone from the general manager or the IT department, we're seeing what they're seeing, right? So there's a mixture of virtual that we do today and more and more uh, cloud-based solutions we're deploying for our clients from the video to the access control to the AV type systems to obviously that's what we offer on the managed services side. Yeah, it's powerful. Of course, let's talk about just for a moment what I call system health monitoring because I would imagine you have a very powerful way to monitor a system and at a moment's notice know if something looks askew or your technology or your data sets let you know that something's not right with one of the clients sort of, you know, um, health systems with, with their data system. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So there's a, there's several products out there that monitor health, right? So um, whether it was the older PSIM type models that they had in, in years past, we've developed uh, products that help us uh, manage our clients' needs but also the service side. It really helps our service end. And we're a service now type company. That's the biggest thing for us. So health-based monitoring tools like an Xero product give us awareness, make us smarter for our client base. We can call our clients up and say, we see that there's a fluctuation in your network. We see that X amount of cameras went down. We can tell them what is going on in their environment. We have several clients Weekends, they'll run, you know, IP related shutdowns or, you know, there's a power outage. We could let them know what's going on. In certain cases, equipment doesn't come back. In the old days, they would just call up and say, come down here and fix X, Y and Z. 
Today, we're much smarter. We can identify what the problem is. Then it's synchronized to our service teams and our service teams are smart enough now to take a look at, up. Oh, we see that we might need a camera or we might need this device or a panel. We can now go and dispatch and roll a truck with those devices in hand. Yeah, it's so powerful. You do so much for so many companies. I mean, it's remarkable. You've built a great business. If we sort of think about it, though, is there one area right now in this end-to-end technology solution that you offer at Unlimited where it's getting the most notice, where you're, you're starting to see more calls or, or emails or people reaching out to you, John, and your team saying, this is the area that we really need to focus on right now? Yeah, we're seeing more and more from a service base. Uh, a lot of companies have outsourced different types of services. So for us, service, we recognize not only is it vital to what it is that we do, no matter when we deploy something or do an install, we have to service it. But when we start grouping that with our health monitoring side, that's where we're seeing, can you tell us when something is about to happen? Can you make sure that my devices are secure? Cyber managed services is probably the biggest thing that we see the growth for and the biggest questions we get from our clients. And it's the IT departments that are grouping with our security partners, calling us and saying, all right, what what do you do here? And how do you secure a network? And what remote software do you use? They want to ask us those questions. Just had a client call me on on yesterday, just talking about, let me understand your process because we want to start utilizing you for network infrastructure. I love it. It's very powerful because you also offer what sounds like some consulting and that consulting sort of turns into a client because when you provide this world-class expertise, John, that you become known for at Unlimited to your potential clients, they, that resonates for them and they hear the type of expertise they're receiving and that l- lets them lean into hiring you as their technology solution provider. Is that sort of the way that it works? It does. And look, we do a lot of work with consultants that are out in the marketplace, right? So, and we partner with them. Um, in many cases, when you go to do an installation for a, you know, a, a large company, a large group, there is that design that was developed. And then what we do is when we come in, we help build that playbook, expand upon that. In certain cases, we have a bunch of clients that don't utilize the consultant services. They rely on us for our knowledge base. And then we act as that consultant and that designer to help build a playbook for standards across the globe for them. Even if we're not doing the install in Germany, we could still be that architect, the manager, and make sure that standards are followed, processed, and then we support it for them. Well, you definitely need a playbook no matter what size company you are at right now. You know, when we think about it, we've got these bad actors and they're putting together these programs to go do what they do to wreck havoc and destroy systems. And what people don't understand sometimes is that those people that are developing those programs, they almost have an affinity program or an affiliate program where they go get other little bad actors and they say to those little bad actors, we're going to give you our system. You go wreck havoc. And for every dollar you're able to make by wrecking havoc, we want a piece of that action. And then what happens is they give it to the affiliates and now they start building another network that's going to wreck havoc. And it's just mind boggling. How big is this, John? I mean, 
when we think about it, the average guy out here, we're living our day. We're not really thinking about this, but I know you and your team are thinking about it all the time. How big is this cybersecurity problem that we have in the world and, and where does it go from here? You know, um, to talk about your first piece, they have a playbook. The bad guys have the playbook and they're actually really good at it. Some are even better than others, right? So we see that in, in, in what's going on in the news. Um, it's in the trillions and it continues to exponentially grow, hockey stick type growth. So what can we do, not only at our personal level, you know, at our home devices, what can we do to, to get educated, right? So uh, I can tell you from one of the things that we're doing internally for my team, and we try to show to our clients is we do Defendify type videos on what's the most current event that's going on. And we test our individuals. It's a four minute video. It's kind of like a scare video. There's questions at the end. They have to pass it. If they don't, they get their, their failing mark and it goes to their respected manager. We turn around and we sell those services to our teams. And I'll tell you, we used to have a, a lot of um, sales individuals, even our finance teams, that would click on certain phishing type of uh, attacks within my own group. Since we did these uh, Defendify videos, we are secured 99.1%. Every once in a while, we'll still have somebody like my sales individuals that'll click on like, I'm getting an Amazon package. I, I think that's it, right? And we test them on that. But that's how I think that we can do better as a society to continue to self-educate and be aware of what's going on because it's not going away. It's going to continue to get worse. Uh, so interesting, John. Let's talk to the small to medium-sized business owners. Let's talk about cybersecurity and the threat. So there's an element of cybersecurity where the bad guys get into the system and they wreak havoc. And there's another component of it where it takes a human action to allow them to get into the system and wreak havoc. And I think that's what you're talking about. Let's sort of break those two different ideas down and let the people watching the show know that, yeah, sometimes it takes someone in your organization to click on one thing to muck everything up. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, there's obviously the, the phishing type of attacks that, you know, that has malware and things like that, that uh, future issues could happen. Uh, and then there's the prevention of it. So we've developed a, uh, a program called our ESPER program. It's enterprise security program review. And really what it does is it stitches together a, uh, an awareness. It stitches together a um, uh, remediation of what goes on at the, uh, at the uh, client level. But it also puts together um, a program to identify what is going on at your site today. They do an assessment. So once the assessment is done, typically a, you know, a customer will come in uh, ask for an assessment for one company, they get some report, one through five, and they're in, uh, they get a three. So they'll say to the assessment company, okay, what do I do to fix all this? I don't know, you got to go get another company to do all that. We've put together with our partners with FireNet and Direct Defense, along with unlimited technology, utilizing Xero to build a program for our clients that allows them from end to end to identify what the issue is, fix the problem, ripping out servers, old XP equipment or whatever it might be, uh, updating firmware, and then putting in place to monitor active threats that keep coming in from around the world with health monitoring 
and then a project management feature through Unlimited to manage all that, maintain it. And I think that that is something that is really going to change how business is done uh, when it comes to this type of you know, uh, cyber threat. Yeah, it's powerful. This Esper program is very, very powerful. The assessment that you offer and the monitoring is really remarkable. I mean, it's an end-to-end solution. Now, let's talk about your team. I mean, you've become known at Unlimited as having just a great team, a world-class team. When you're looking for someone to join your team, John, what are you looking for? Is it background, experience? Uh, do they have to go through some you know, cybersecurity check? What types of people are you looking for to join the team and how do you hire right now? Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of everything that you just said, right? Um, we do go through a pretty extensive process, um, but we're really looking for leaders. We're looking for people that wanna join the team. We wanna give them an opportunity to grow like a lot of our team members today. You know, we're just under 200 people, soon to be 400. Um, but we have promoted a lot from within. I'm a good example of that. Started out really in the sales team and have grown to my position today. And I've done that in other cases throughout other companies that I've worked for. I look for those type of leaders. So does the rest of my team. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a security background or a network background. If you really wanna be part of this and we see your enthusiasm and what it is that we're offering, we can find a place for you at Unlimited Technology. We have a lot of openings. I think it's 35 open recs. My HR team just told me about this morning. So, you know, we're always looking for individuals. And we have a lot of people that are outside of the industry that we've brought in to help cultivate and give them opportunities today, whether it's in the project management side and their skill sets like PMP certifications and things like that. Um, our technical resources are, are, are vital, but if they know networks, we can teach them the security side. You know, if they're on the security side, I can teach them on the network side. So we have many individuals that sought out as technical resources, then from there going to IT, IT into our RST, which is our remote service desk. So we're constantly moving people around, asking them what they want to do here at Unlimited. It's a great career path for, for individuals. I love it. And of course, they're being inserted into a world-class company. I mean, recently, uh, one of the case studies that we've read about was the case study at Hudson Yards. And that was really powerful. I mean, selected as, you know, the telecom and co the converged network contractor, you know, by a world-renowned, you know, contractor or developer to come in and, you know, really cover almost 3 million square feet of office tower. Let's talk about that. That's really powerful. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's a lot going on in, in the Manhattan space between Brookfield's Manhattan West and, and related Hudson Yards over there. So we've done a lot of work in that, that area for uh, some real marquee clients like uh, Brookfield Properties and, and Tishman Spire, along with some of the, the large-scale construction companies like Turner and, and, and Tishman um, AECOM. So, you know, we've done a lot of work with those guys. And, and I'll tell you, the, the, the project that you're speaking of is a large network job. Um, really started out, it's a $12 million um, uh, fiber uh, smart network that we're building for fire life safety, for the security systems, even for the sprinkler system that's going up in and around the building. One of the things that we talked to the, the team members about there is how are you hardening the security for the servers that control the sprinkler water flow. 
And that was something that we helped them design and talk through. And that network rides on our uh, converged network that we are building for them right now. Yeah, it's such a feather in your cap to have those types of clients that trust you so much based on your background and expertise and reputation. I mean, that's just fantastic. And when we see this type of hockey stick growth, what happens is companies hit a point where they become the go-to company. They become the company that people are talking about and they become so large and so powerful that other companies know they need to do business with those types of companies to keep their companies large and powerful. So I love the entrepreneurial story. John, let's get into entrepreneurship. I mean, you've built this you know, great company as a leader. You lead from the front. You have a great corporate culture. Let's talk about corporate culture. What is it about working with Unlimited or at Unlimited that the people at the company absolutely enjoy right now? You know, th there is an entrepreneurial spirit. And I, and I try to expand that to my team members. Um, we do, and I conduct monthly, an all-hands meeting with our team. And we go through everything from our finance side of the business to the numbers, we talk about the branches, talk about our COE process and our expansion of our PMO process. We bring the individuals into those conversations. So we have different managers that speak. They go around the room in our virtual environment. Teams has been actually phenomenal for us in that environment. And we, we have an open door policy. We ask the questions of our team members. We try to do it early enough that our techs and our project managers are not inundated with client calls and meetings. So it, it puts a little bit of a strain for our West Coast folks at you know, five in the morning. That said, um, we like to bring our team members into the fold. We like to ask them, what is it that you want to do? This isn't a dead-end job. If you want to do something that's different, here are all the open recs. We want you to take that on. And we have a lot of individuals that feel that spirit. And even though we talk about that we want to be a $500 million integrated and we want to be at the top of the, you know, of the food chain, we don't want to lose that entrepreneurial mindset right? and, and give that back to our, our team members. Yeah, I love it. And for the younger entrepreneurs watching the show, rewind what John just said. There's some gems there. He almost gave you a Harvard Business School sort of synopsis of how to build a great team by listening to them and, and encouraging them to take the next step and encouraging them to take other responsibilities and other opportunities within the company so that they can have a full look at their entire life within Unlimited. It's a great idea. Now, Let's talk about entrepreneurship because we have younger entrepreneurs watching the show, John. You know, maybe they're hitting a roadblock. Maybe they're hitting a pothole in the road. Maybe they're hitting uh, something they can't get through. Maybe they freeze in the frame because they're younger entrepreneurs. I'm hoping you can share some insight to the younger guys and gals watching the show, of course, about what it takes to get through a tough time as an entrepreneur, how to keep on pushing and come out that other side feeling very happy that you pushed through it and got through it and came out the other side? Yeah, you know, um, it's a great question. And I appreciate you asking. For, for me, it's always about never giving up. We all have ups and downs. Keep persevering. Always be positive. I, I've always been that positive type person. That has helped me push through. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of times where there have been challenges and issues. Think through those Sometimes take that 24-hour rule, take a step back and go back into it. Try not to dwell on those, those type of issues and challenges. For me, I like to work through a problem and a challenge. 
because I like to know what comes out on the back end of the other side. Um, I'm always looking for self-educating. I probably read, or I should say, listen on my Amazon app, three to four books a month. And, you know, and I'll mix it up fiction, nonfiction, but I try to get educational type books on reading people like you, Andy, right, on what it is that I can do. And I, and I, as I listen to that, there's certain things that I do already, like get up at five in the morning and, you know, and there's others like read. Uh, but there's other things that I didn't know. And that's like, you know, meditating for 10, 10 minutes a day and taking a breath and breathing, right? Little things like that have really helped me in my career. And of course, listening, try not to always talk and speak. And this is what you want to do. Listen to what it is. You'd be surprised what you learn. I love it. Constant and never ending improvement and listen and surround yourself with people that maybe have a different idea or a different way to look at the world than you. So when they give you recommendations and suggestions as the CEO, of course, you can then integrate that into your thought process and come out the other end uh, being very happy that you've surrounded yourself with not only talented people, but people that give you different ideas and perspectives about business and the way in which to approach a systematic approach to strategy. It's so interesting, John, to have you on the show. It's been a real honor. I'm going to bring you back because I want to talk more about you know cybersecurity. There's so many other questions I have. And I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time. You've been up since 5 a.m. You already had your Zoom meeting you know, with your team. You know, your day is just packed with interesting conversations and leadership. But I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show, John. This has been a great interview. And thanks so much for coming on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Andy.